Hey guys, Raw Motivations here today. Wanted to talk to you about when the narcissist is trying to come back in your life. Okay, so we're not just talking about like hoovering. I've done videos about hoovering and feel free to check those out on the YouTube. Uh, but we're really talking about kind of like the verbal and like the manipulation that kind of transpires behind that and kind of like how to like break it down. You see, a lot of times you'll be away from your narcissist. You'll be apart from that toxic person. Maybe you separated, maybe they left you, and then they come back. So like a Hoover or just like they just came back, okay? And so we're talking about they come back in your life, and that might be like physically they're actually there like in your face kind of a thing, or maybe it's over text or an email or a phone call or whatever it might be. And you'll notice kind of a progression that the conversation goes in. Now, sometimes the conversation only progresses so far because the other person is strong and confident in themselves and they put in the work and the healing so that they don't go back to that person. Other times, that conversation just keeps on going and you start to see and actually un unveil a lot of different aspects about the narcissist. So for instance, let's talk about it this way. Like the narcissist comes back into your life. Maybe you've been separated for you know a couple months. Maybe you've been taking a break. Let's put it that way. They come back into your life and one of the things that they're gonna incorporate into that conversation is like, hey, like, you know, we've been trying. Like we've been trying at this together, or like we've been trying for a while, or like, you know, I just don't know like what's been going on. Like we've been we've been having a great relationship. I don't know what's going on. And they'll use sometimes a lot of times uh like like we in the conversation. You know, we just have some problems that we have to work through. Like we just have some different things that we've been trying, but they just haven't been working out. And you'll notice that they'll take different things that they do and they'll put it together of like, you know, I know we just have some problems. You know, we've got some past trauma that we haven't dealt with. And they'll start to take uh, little things that they do or that's a part of them and they add it to you. Now, I know we just have some communication issues. Well, no. The narcissist had communication issues. The other person didn't have those communication issues. They communicated. They just got yelled and screamed at. Okay. So they'll try to group you together of like the we stuff. Okay. Sometimes they'll even come down to like, I was trying. I was doing this. And this is a lot of times where you have like the kind of the turn a little bit where they're almost touching into the victim mentality. Like I was working on the marriage and you left. Well, no, they left because the narcissist pushed them to leave out of reactive use. I have a video on that as well. But a lot of times they'll try to say how much they did. They'll try to say how much they invested. I did this for you. I provided this for you. I was nice to you. I loved you in this way. Like they'll use different things. That's all about them. I did this. Remember narcissism a lot of times can't talk today. A lot of times it's very transactional. I do something for you, you do 10 things for me. That's how it goes with a narcissist. So it might be something where they're grouping everything together like we, you know, we just have communication issues. We just have anger issues. Like we, I know we both struggle with different things in our lives. We both have issues that we need to work on. They'll continue to do that until they get to the place of like, hey, like, don't you see everything that I have done? everything that I have done for you, everything that I've changed or everything that I've fixed or everything that I've accomplished or worked on for you. They're trying to pull out that heartstring. They're trying to pull out the emotion. Then you'll see them start to pull out the concept of triangulation. Then you'll start to see them pull out different aspects of guilt tripping. You know what? We took a break and I honestly, I thought about going with someone else because I have interests. Like I have all these people that are basically lined up, like falling over me. 
but I didn't. You know, I waited for you because I think you're the one. I think we should be together forever. You're my forever. You're my ride or die. You're my, my soul tie. Typically when they're saying this type of stuff, especially after a break, it's another way to hook you and lure you in because they probably were with someone else while you guys were on a break. Okay? So then they'll tout how it's such a sacrifice and they're such an amazing person for staying. I have all these interests. I have all these people. Like I could have gone with this person, but I did. I chose to wait and I chose to wait for you. See how that kind of like plays out some? Then you have the idea of them starting to blame you. So we take it to a whole nother level of when they start to blame you, where they're like, I was trying. I could have I could have gone with anybody else, but I didn't. I waited for you. How can you stop trying? And they'll start to turn the blame back on you. Why would you give up? What's wrong with me? Like, why would you give up on this? Like, we have something good going on. Like, why in the world would you throw that away? I thought we were getting better. I thought we were working on our communication. Like, why would you? And the list will go on and on and on. So it's putting it back on you, the concept of why would you do this? How could you do this to me? How is this fair? All that, again, to play on your emotions. Because you have to remember, you're not dealing with someone who's healthy and you're working through these questions in a loving or respectful way. No, you're dealing with someone who's using these questions, using these thoughts, using these phrases in a manipulation way to be able to control you. So then they'll be asking, like, why did you stop? Like, how could you stop trying? Like, I've been here. I've been working on this. I've been loving you. I've been providing for you. Blah, blah, blah. But in reality, they haven't. Hey guys, just jumping on real quick here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard of it, Anchor is through Spotify. It's one of the easiest ways just to be able to produce a podcast. It's got everything you need in just one place. So Anchor has the tools. It allows you to record, edit, do everything you need to make a podcast right from your phone or your computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcasts on different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many different more. It's an awesome tool. I love using it. I've been using it for a little bit now. And the cool thing about it is it's absolutely free. So if you're interested in starting up a podcast, if you're interested in getting involved in podcast work, then download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So they'll ask, like, how could you stop trying? They'll start to they'll start to make the victim mindset more prevalent in their mind of, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this, I could have done this, but I didn't. And then they'll start asking you, why did you stop trying? A lot of times you'll see this when the person in the narcissistic abusive relationship gets to the place where they start taking back their power and they start taking back their control and they stop getting as triggered by what the narcissist says and does and how they manipulate and how they gaslight and all this kind of stuff. They'll stop getting as triggered and then that starts putting the narcissist on edge and they get really frustrated because they're like, what in the world are you doing? Because they start to realize that the mask is fading. Then they start coming at you a little bit stronger. Like, I can't believe you. Like, how would you, like, why would you stop trying? Like, do you not care about me? Like, oh, I guess you just don't love me anymore. They'll start using all these digs, all these things to kind of push back at you, to kind of play on your empathy, to play on your emotions. And sometimes they'll say stuff completely wrong and completely bogus just to get a response, just to get you to say, no, that's not true. I do love you. Just to get you to come back 
and push back that response a little bit. Then we start getting even farther of, okay, you hurt me because I tried. And you'll see that hurt that comes out from the narcissist of like, I can't believe you would do this to me. I can't believe you would betray me. I can't believe you would betray me by going and talking to your friend about us. I can't believe you betray me by going out on a date when we haven't been dating for six months. They'll start bringing anything and everything they can into that conversation to be able to say, I can't believe this happened, and they'll continue to go down that hole of being the victim. I'm the victim in the relationship. Everybody always leaves me. They all turn crazy. I'm the one that's normal. I'm just trying to live my life, and this person does this to me. Like I just can't believe it. How is this fair? And you see the victim mentality come out more and more and more. Now, for some of you, you might identify with parts of this conversation. You might identify with the whole thing of the conversation, but typically you'll see different progressions. Sometimes the progression will be slow in some areas and then fast in others. Maybe yours didn't say a certain phrase or two or they skipped past that and they went on to the next one. But a lot of times it happens. And it's crazy because a lot of times people are like, wow, like our narcissists all like with the same playbook because it seems like their tactics are very similar. And it's very true. Their tactics are very similar and they are grown up in different different ways that make those attributes extremely very, very similar. Okay, So when you're in a relationship with a narcissist or with a toxic person, you have to be careful. You have to learn to take back your power, take control of your life, and set boundaries. Set boundaries with clear consequences that tell people who you are, where you're going, and how much shit you're going to deal with. I hope you're not one of those people that is stuck in these relationships and you're still dealing with all the shit. You can get out, and there is a way for that. There's a lot of support out there for you in the Narc Talk community on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook. Follow me on any of those platforms. I can direct you to multiple people. I'd love to talk to you one-on-one if that's something you're interested in. Go to rawmotivations.com, click on one-on-ones, grab a time, and we can see about talking. My wife recently has been talking to me about the possibility of her actually opening up to be able to do one-on-ones to try to help counsel people when they're in those narcissistic abusive relationships of how she coped through me being narcissistically abusive to her. She's now going to be there to give hope or to tell people like, hey, you can change a narcissist because that's not true. But if she can help get some clarity to some people, that's something we've been talking about. So more updates coming on that. Anyways, if you haven't subscribed by now, please hit the subscribe. The, there we go. If you hadn't subscribed by now, please hit the subscribe button because I'd love to be able to talk to you more with narcissistic abuse. I'm on this platform to try to bring awareness, growth, healing, and change to people out there. And I do that every single day by being able to talk to people who have been through this stuff. And they're either currently in it or they're getting out of it. And if that's you and I can be of any way that I can help and be of service, then I would love to help you. There's also other people out there that are have a like-minded community. We do have the NARC app, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community, that I would love for you to be a part of. Go on there. You can get it downloaded, and you can start interacting with other people. There's over a 1,000 people that have the app and that have started downloading it just within the past 20 days that it's been out. So please check that out and hope to see you in the next video.
Hey, I hope you've enjoyed these episodes. I love interacting with different people. If you're interested, reach out to me sometime through my website, Raw Motivations. Would love to interact with you. Either send us a message there, uh, schedule one-on-one so I can talk to you and try to work with you through whatever whatever you're going through on life. You know, whether that's a relationship, uh, narcissism, uh, whether that's just life trying to get from one step to the other and trying to figure out how do I break out of this mind fog of what's going on. Would love to talk to you more. We'd love to see you guys reach out and comment and like on different things. We've got Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We'd love to see interactions there. And as you're listening to this, like go ahead and rate us. Give us a couple of ratings just to help promote this message to other people so other people can have positivity in their lives as we're trying to grow, change, and help other people find that awareness as well.